Hello, and welcome to the Agape House of Worship weekly podcast. Through this podcast, we hope and pray that you will be equipped and empowered to live the life that God has planned for you. If you are blessed by this message and would like more information, please visit our website at www.agapehousenj.org. Thank you and God bless. again it's a joy to be here and just to know that we have we serve a great God we serve a God who loves us and he has given us you know tools to prepare us for even times like this his word is our anchor his word is our hope his his word is what we cling to so and I just want us to you know let's 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 be wise let's um follow the precautions Amen, amen. The word I have for us this morning is simply, God is our refuge. God is our refuge. Hallelujah. God is our refuge. I had a different thing to talk about. I was away last week. I got the, I got the time to prepare my message. But within seven days, I was like, okay, yes, I have time. While I was in my flight, I did my message, gave it to pastor. What do you think? We were, you know, It was all set. And within the course of the week. Holy Spirit said, you know, we have to speak to, this, to the moment, what's going on. And God is saying, he is our refuge. It's a truth that we know, but he's reminding us that as my child, as my children, I am your refuge. I am your refuge. I will keep you. I will guide you. So long you dwell within my presence, I will keep you. Amen. Amen. So, Father, we just ask that you breathe over your word this morning. For everyone listening over the airwaves, let this word bring life into our mortal body. Let this word bring hope where there is hopelessness. Let this word, Almighty, fortify us for the days to come. Lord, we speak peace over, over, our, over our mind right now. We come against every distraction. We come against disruption, even over the airwaves. We pray, oh God, things will go smoothly in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you. Thank you for your presence with us. Father, have your way. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen, amen. Just before we go into the word, um, I, you know, there's just been so, we've learned a lot in the past few days, <laughs> more, than we, um, more than we are even prepared for. I mean, so many, I've never seen this before. I've never seen something like this before, that everything is at a standstill. But we have hope because it will not last forever. Things will turn around. But just to keep us at ease, I, I'm just wondering, what have you learned about this global crisis? You know, what have you learned? Just, I mean, just think about it. Well, I've learned one thing that I actually have not been washing my hands the way I should be washing. Because I, I really wash my hands all the time, but... I tried to do the 20-second thing, and I realized, ah, it actually, it, it takes a little more time. It's not just you go in and in and out. So the 20-second uh, 20 rule is actually, I don't know. I'll be honest, I actually don't follow it. I am a hand-washing freak. My kids get home, go wash your hands is the first thing. 
but actually, I don't do it exactly. And this is part of, you know, life. There's some things, there's some principles of, and rules of life that we actually don't follow to the fullest. We just obey partially. So we've been told now, you know, wash our hands for 20 seconds. Don't let it just end after, you know, this, this, um, this, 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 things, this thing phase out. Let it be our lifestyle. Let it be our lifestyle. Because I'm telling you, our body is constantly fighting different things. As we spiritually, physically, we are fighting these diseases. So that's one thing I've learned. Another thing I've learned is that I can actually make my own hand sanitizer. Do you know they can do it? Thank God for our youth. My, my kids told me yesterday, Mommy, don't worry. Don't worry if there's no more sanitizer at the store. We have alcohol at home. Just mix it with aloe vera gel and you have your hand sanitizer. So, yes, do it yourself and sanitizer. Yes, yeah, so there's a lot, of, a lot of interesting things we are learning. Yes. Another thing I've learned is that toilet paper is a big deal. <laughs> like, I, I went to the store yesterday and the aisle of the toilet paper was empty. Empty. I don't know, but what has coronavirus got to do with toilet paper? <laughs> but, um, well, maybe for anyone thinking of a new business idea, uh, if you have your, for those of us who, for those who hoard things, maybe you have your house full of toilet paper, uh, maybe you can now, maybe this is the time for you to start your toilet paper business. But just, don't be greedy, just be fair, because the keep was sharing with me, he went to a store, and somebody was selling a tiny bottle of hand sanitizer for $10. It's not even the Purell brand. It's like, you know, the, the, the dollar store brand. So, but, hey, there's a lot of things we can take out of this. I mean, some of us are, we are home now. Maybe this is a time that God wants to drop a business idea that you've been thinking of. But we've been running around. We can't stay still. We have to go for this birthday, baby shower. And now we've been, like, at least restricted. Maybe business ideas will come. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So I just wanted to share that there's a lot of things, so many things that are going on. And that thing is that many of us will become very, very soon, we will become homeschool parents. Our, our kids now have to stay home, do their work online, and you can't just leave them. You have to monitor them. So maybe to be an experience to see, maybe this homeschooling thing is actually not a bad idea. We stay together, we eat healthy meals together, you know, awesome, praise God, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. But in the midst of all this, I want us to know that nothing catches God by surprise. Nothing catches him by surprise, and that's why he's telling us that we are his children, we are loved by God, he's our heavenly father. And all we just have to do is cry to him. Just like our children will cry to us when they are worried, when they are fearful, when they are in panic, they go to him. So as we are getting information, as we are trying different things, the most important thing, don't forget your heavenly father, the one who created you. And the one, the one who has power over every molecule, every cell, organism, whatever, he has power over it. So... One thing we need to remind ourselves this morning is that we have an heavenly father, a heavenly father who cares for us, who loves us. We are protected by him. He is our refuge. And that's my message for, for us today. 
And God has been speaking. He's been speaking to us. He's a good God. He just wants us to tune in and take action. Last night, he reminded me of this, that scripture that he's been speaking to us in our church. Revelations 22, if you can put it up. Revelations 22, actually, Ezekiel, Ezekiel 47.9. It says, Ezekiel 47.9 says, And it shall be that every living thing that moves, wherever the rivers reverse go, will live. You know, that's just a, you know, a part of that Ezekiel 47. But there's something about God, about the river. Swarms of living creatures will live wherever the river flows. No, we as God's children, we represent his river because that river is the Holy Spirit. We have the Holy Spirit in us. So wherever you go in this time, wherever you find yourself, you bring life. Those, those of us who still have to go to work, you bring life to that place. Even right now at, in, your, in your home, you bring life. Encourage your children. This is the time to remind them of the truth that they are covered, that God is their shield. And Revelations 22, verse 2, talks about the leaves of the tree is for the healing of the nations. That just blew my mind. It's talking about the, you know, the, the tree of life, and that verse, the leaves of the tree are for the healing of the nations. The nations need healing. This is not just limited to one country. I know we were pretty, and God, God, God have mercy on all of us. We were pretty a little selfish when it was just in Asia. We were praying, but not intentionally. But when it got to our doorsteps, we rose up. That's another thing I, I learned that uh, we actually we are still selfish. You know, God help us. You, this, you reveal that we are still selfish. You know, everyone for his own. But God is changing that, especially as a church. And I, I, I mean, this just came to me last night. I didn't have time to really do concordance research and everything. But I said, God, what's, what's the leaves of the tree? And what the Holy Spirit dropped in my mind is that the saints, because Jesus said that he is divine, we are the branches. That the, the saints, we are the leaves of the tree. And as we, the saints, arise, there will be healing in the nations. There will be healing in the nations. Hallelujah. So God is not taken by surprise. He's already been speaking to us. So let's just key, key in and, and do whatever he tells us to do. Amen. Amen. So I'll just share a few things to, with us in regards to how, what to do in the midst of this crisis. What to do. In the midst of this crisis, hallelujah. As we read in Psalm 91, that the Lord, he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High, shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Number one thing for us to do in, this, in the midst of this crisis is to keep calm and pray. Keep calm and pray. Philippians 4, 6-7 tells us, Do not be anxious about anything. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, 
which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Let us, the best thing to do in times of crisis, crisis is, to, is, to, is to stay calm. It's very hard. Even when there's chaos in a place, they always advise to be calm and figure out, okay, where's the exit, where's the path to take? So, from the spiritual standpoint, let's be calm. And prayer is one thing that can help us to be calm, talking to God, because we need to hear from him. And he's been talking to us. So, again, this is the time to go back into Ezekiel 47, read through it, read Revelations 22, and ask God to speak to you. Um, so let's keep calm and let's stay in the place of prayer. Our president already declared today as a national day of prayer. And as a church, we have been praying, but yes, we are stepping it higher. This morning, there was a prayer at 6 o'clock. This evening, there will be another prayer at 6 o'clock. Then we'll continue our 9 p.m. prayer. And for the next 21 days, every evening, we will be praying. We'll be praying at 9. We'll be praying, you know, specifically against this, um, against, against this pandemic to put an end to it. So we'll keep on praying. This is not a time to worry. This, this is not a time to be anxious. Corrie Temboon, a woman that God used mightily during the um the um, German, uh, the Hitler issue that happened to the Israeli Holocaust, thank you. She talked about worry, and she said, worry doesn't empty tomorrow of its sorrow. It empties today of its strength. Worry does not empty tomorrow of its sorrow. It empties today of its strength. And we need strength. We need strength to face any challenge, any crisis, any calamity. So let's stay in the place of prayer. Do not be anxious. Do not worry. There's already enough people to worry. So God needs some people to pray. And we are the ones. The saints. The cry of the saints. The cry of the saints. God is looking for the cry of the saints. Is looking for the cry of the saints. That was another thing he spoke to me. He said, the river represents water. He said, I, I, I need the groaning, the cry of my people. The, their cry, their teardrops will wipe this away. So it's a very historical time. Historical in, in a negative way, but historical also because we are making history. Hallelujah. Say, I am making history. Because you are rising up to pray, and your prayer will put an end to this pandemic. So, a few years from now, if they're saying, oh, you know, we're going back in history, you can say, I remember, I remember when that happened, and we stood in place of prayer, and God gave us a word. God gave us a word that, you know, the, you know there's healing, the river of healing is flowing. That the saints, the cry of the saints is going to bring healing. And I cried, I groaned. Sister Sherry was here this morning and she groaned. She, she groaned. And we saw the shift in the atmosphere. And that's what we need to do. So people of God, let us reduce chattering. Let us don't join 
the chattering, let us pray. Amen. Let us be calm and let us pray. Things will turn around. Things will turn around. We've, we've prayed for, for restoration. Things will turn around. You know, those who have lost money, things will turn around. In Jesus' name. There'll be healing in the land. Amen. The second thing we need to do is to stand in faith. Let us stand in faith. Do not give in to fear. It is time to claim the promises of God. We've said this over and over again, but I want to remind us. Let us write down some scriptures that we are taking. taking as we are taking your vitamins. And again, let us, do not be dismissive. Take your vitamins. I wanted to get more vitamins. It was out in the, I mean, it was out in the store. If anyone has emergency, see that orange thing, please. I don't mind getting some. Yes, I, was, I went to the store yesterday, but I've been taking my vitamin C. I've been taking my zinc. Because we need to build our immune system regardless. The enemy is busy. Whatever strain is rising, our body will overcome it. But we need to do the right thing. Let's eat healthy. Don't, don't eat junk food. It's not, it doesn't help. Don't stay on sugar. I know we are all coffee drinkers, but let's reduce, those of us, not all of us, sorry, let's reduce our sugar intake as we take our coffee. Let's drink tea that has antioxidants. Amen. Amen. Those are the little tips I know about health, but I want to share with us. Hallelujah. But it's very important that we stay healthy, we eat well, eat, orange, eat your oranges. Um, it has natural vitamin C. But don't be in fear. Uh, let's exercise our faith. Let's speak to our children. Let's tell them because as children, they have power. You know, let's tell them, you know, don't be afraid. For those who, who may still be going to school amongst them, let, let's tell them to encourage your friends, tell them to pray, share scriptures with them. Because God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and sound mind. We are people of faith. And this is the time to take on that spiritual armor, the shield of faith. Ephesians 6.16 says, take up the shield of faith. It's a covering, shield of faith, with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take on the shield of faith. Even when, even when the doctors are saying, oh, or somebody is saying to you, oh, you look like you have this thing, you know. Take on the shield of faith. No, in Jesus' name, I do not have it. I have blood of Jesus in me. Take on the shield of faith. Declare the promises of God. Don't, don't look that, oh my God, I've, uh, I'm one of them. No. Take the shield of faith. Hallelujah. 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 The word of God is powerful. There's a man of God in the early 1900, John G. Lake. God used him mightily when there was a in the plague, there was a plague in South Africa. It's called the bubonic plague. People were dying. But this man, this missionary, was there at the forefront, helping people, caring for people. Um, doctors were sent and to, from London to, to see him, to help him, to bring resources. And they asked him, that, how, how do you stay secure? I'm sure then there was even no mask. There was nothing, but this man was fine. He was able to, you know, care for some people. Some people died. He buried them. You know, this is what he said to the people, to the doctors and others who were asking him questions. 
He said, I believe the law of the spirit. This is Romans 8, 2. The law of the spirit of life has set me free from the law of sin and death. As long as I walk in the light of that law, which is the word of God, the spirit of life, no jam will attach itself to me. In the name of Jesus, say to yourself now, no jam, no virus will attach itself to me. In the name of Jesus, coronavirus, whatever strain of virus is in the atmosphere, you will not attach yourself to me because I believe the word of God. The word of God is my anchor. I, I take it in. The word of God is honey on my lips. The word of God is my weapon of warfare. I am covered in the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. That's what he told them. And they said that even the scientists took a, a strain of the, of the virus from people. And it, it was also affecting the lungs of people, I believe, too. So they took a, a, a strain, put it on a microscope. It was still alive. They put it on this man's body, and it died. John G. Lake in South Africa in our times. So, saints, we are the solution, but we have to soak ourselves in the world. This is not the time to overload ourselves. I'm, I'm sure CDC, their website is getting overloaded. It's good to get a glean of what's going on, but don't constantly be searching CDC. Let's take the word of God. Let's declare the word of God. I believe John, John 16 Verse 63, Jesus talked about the word that I speak to you, they are spirit, they are life. John 16, 63, I believe. Is it 6? John 6, 63. Thank you. It's John 6, if you can show that. It's John 6, 63. Jesus told his disciples this. The spirit gives life. The flesh counts for nothing. The words I have spoken to you they are full of spirit and life. Verse 64, yet there are some of you who do not believe. That is not us. We believe. The word God has spoken to us, they are spirit and life. He already told us we should not fear. He already told us, he already prepared us from last year. He poured out his spirit upon us. We were in the outpouring and he moved us to a time to go deeper. And he told us that the river of life is flowing. The river is flowing. So we have life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The third thing we need to do in this time of crisis is to encourage and support. Encourage and support one another. This is needed especially for the, the non-believers amongst us. Some of us are still having contact with people in different spheres of life. This is time to encourage them. You know, one of our sisters was sharing with me yesterday that how she was talking to a lady and the lady was breaking down um, and she just, not, not a, she's not a believer, but she just asked, can I pray with you? And she prayed with the lady and after praying with her, the woman said, I feel strength from you as you were praying with me. So this is a time for you to share a word of encouragement, even on, even on our, our, our different social media platform. 
at a point this, this past week, I was a little, I mean, people were just sending me, you know, all the breaking news, all the, you know, I, if I want to know the breaking news, I know CNN, I know MSNBC, um, you know, send me the word of God, send me Matthew 16, 19, send me the scriptures. So we as believers, we should be bearers of good news, bearers of good news. Bad news travels so fast. I mean, press, press release comes out, boom, boom, boom. What are, what, you know, it's all about platforms. So let's be, let's encourage one another. Let's encourage ourselves. Let's stir up our faith. Amen, amen. First Thessalonians 5, 11 says, So encourage one another, encourage each other, build each other up, just as you are already doing. Don't... We should not be distracted. We're already a family of people that encourage. This situation is fluid. We are not sure how things are going. Let's encourage one another. I mean, this is not a time to be... So I talked about for people who are in a sphere of influence, encourage them. If you know somebody who is an healthcare professional, check on them, encourage them, pray with them that you are protected. You are at the front line. God will be with you. If you have extra supplies for those who heard, share it, support. Because to be honest, I've not been shopping for the past few days. But I know God will take care of everything. Things will be okay. Amen, amen. Somebody actually called to, that she would bring me some water this morning. I said, oh God, you are so good. Thank you, Lord. Amen. So, I mean, that can be, that, can, that may stri- you know, strike a chord with one of you. Maybe you have a neighbor that you don't even really talk to. Maybe this is a way to open the door and just drop one thing. And um, yes, so let's find a way. Let's ask God. And as we stay in the place of prayer, the most important thing we need to hear right now is what God wants us to do every moment. You know, what he wants you to do, you know, how to encourage, how to support. That's important. And amongst ourselves, you know, don't be, we should not be critical amongst ourselves. We should not be judgmental. I mean, people have different perspectives. You know, some people feel, oh, we should not close the church. We should not stream online. We should not just, you know, some people felt strongly. We should come together. That's okay. We should not criticize them. If, they, if, that's, if, if, if their faith feels that way, so be it. Some people feel exactly, you know, this is, this is really, really, you know, catastrophic. We need to stay put. We need to... Stay home. Do not judge them. Please, church family, we are all going through this. We are just going moment by moment. I mean, the leaders, the past, and I thank God for Agape House leaders. I thank God for this church family. Yesterday, I just had a moment. I was just in tears because God is just so good, and God just reminds me that I am not alone and you are not alone. Just knowing people's response, they will get things done, they will be around. Ministers and the trustees are, were meeting on the phones, on the phone line, back to back hours, just to, trying to figure out things will happen. You know, everybody wants the best. I believe that's where we all stand. Our perception, because our way we see things may be different, 
you know, some of us are just those revivalists. Uh, but praise God, because we need people that can stand strong. We need people like Peter that will walk upon the water. Hallelujah. So, overall summary for this point is choose the stand to encourage. Meet people where they are. Our natural tendency is to be, you know, to want to lecture or, you know, no, no, no. Just ask the Holy Spirit, what do I say to my sister? Let's encourage one another. Even on the larger scope of, you know, nation, people are, you know, people are talking ill of China, you know. We should not join that conversation. We are all God's children. God, and I believe God will turn things around. China will rise up. The gospel will rise in China out of these ashes. Beauty will come. Out, out of this, something great. There's something about that continent. We need to begin to pray. The walls of communism must fall down. Every old against the gospel must stop. China, every gate be lifted up and let the king of glory come in. Let the king of glory come into China. Let every darkness flee and let, shine, let light shine. So, it's not a time to talk ill of any, anybody else, you know. There are great Christians in China that God is using in this time. They are actually going, I mean, they are using this opportunity to be a blessing to do things. So, let's, let's not talk ill. This is not a time to, you know, it's very painful that even the first few people who had it in, in our country, their neighbors were sending threats to them. It just shows the evil in, in people, even amongst fellow Americans. So, but that's not what we will do. We will encourage, we will be the light. We will be humble. We will seek the face of God so that there will be healing in our land. Amen. Amen. Number four, be still. Psalm 46, verse 10. Bible, God tells us, Psalm 46, verse 10, that's another good psalm to read in this time, the entire Psalm 46. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. So we need to be still. It's similar to what I said earlier about being calm, but you know, stillness goes a little deeper. You are focusing on God. You are asking God what's on his mind. Yeah, this is very important. Let's, as we've been Slow down. Let's use this opportunity to do things that we needed to do, to catch up on our Bible reading. Amen. Let's use it for spiritual exercise. Let us be still. Let us be still. Let us be still. Again, be careful what you meditate upon. There's information overload. You know, don't dwell we, there's a common statement. We say that too much analysis leads to paralysis. Um, please, it's not our job to be the um, to be the um, news channel. Let's be bearers of good news. Amen. 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 And God, the Holy Spirit, will help us in Jesus' name. And lastly, number five, stay in the secret place. Stay in the secret place. That's where we started from when we read Psalm 91. The King James Version says, He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. 
That is where we receive strength, the secret place. So God is saying that is, when you trust me that I'm your refuge, I will be your refuge. I will guide you. I will protect you. But it needs you to come. It needs you to be in that secret place. It, need you, it needs us to tune in to him. Hallelujah. This is not the time for us to, to binge on our Netflix shows. Let's be. This is not the time. If you really feel this is a pandemic and crisis, then this is not the time to just say relax and I'll be watching Netflix show, whatever. No. This is the time of warfare. Dwell in the secret place. There are things we can do. There's a YouTube channel, IOP, International House of Prayer. They have live stream of prayer 24-7. You can start watching that to build up your prayer. We as a church, we are praying. Let's be, let's stay in the secret place. Let's stay in the secret place. This is not a time to be questioning every action, every motive. Stay in the secret place and ask God, what do you want to do with me? In this year of going deeper, now that I've been isolated, I've been, I've been asked to stay put, how do you want me to go deeper? You know, God is a God of strategy. He wanted to slow us down. <laughs> Because he knows many of us cannot just, I mean, actually, I don't mind. I love this because I, I love to stay put many times. I, but life pulls you every, everywhere and there. But my children know that I love to stay in my house. I love to just chill. So, but of course, now the chilling will not just be to chill, and, but just to really, you know, stay in worship, stay in prayer. So let's do that. Let's do that. Let's be intentional. Hallelujah. Stay in the secret place. And as we stay in the secret place, our, I, I, I trust that our roots will go deeper. Because that's what God told us this year, that we should go deeper in seeking him. So maybe it's for seven days that we'll be on temporary lockdown. Maybe it's 14 days, maybe it's 21 days. When, when you look back, what will be what will you have to show? I mean, we've always been in the secret place, but there's, there's, there's a level of intensity. You know, when we're talking about the river flowing, there's an ankle deep, knee deep, there's a part when you are swimming. So God wants to soak us in his presence. What will you say? Out, what, what will you show out of it? Oh, I was able to complete a, a plan. I, I fasted for seven days. I want us to think about it. As I, God is calling me to dwell in the secret place. I need to bring something out. There should be a fruit. There should be a fruit. Hallelujah. 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 And I trust that God will, he will protect us because that's what happens in the secret place. He will strengthen us as we stay in the secret place. Hallelujah. And he will give us strategies. Strategies to bring solution to bring help, to bring support, to bring encouragement to the people in our sphere of influence. Amen. Amen. So as we round up this service this morning, I hope people at home, I hope you have, you have stayed focused. Post the notes online, because that's the way to continue to share this good news. The call for us is to rise up. 
rise up in prayer, share the good news, shine your light. We need to be fearless. We need to be fearless. Hallelujah. We need to let the world know that there is a refuge. If that's all you can just share, that there is a refuge, people. There's a hiding place. It's God. We, many of us have trusted in our chariots, in our healthcare system, in everything, but now nothing, nothing is working. I, I mean, if you want to talk about the statistics of everything going, it's just nothing. Nobody knows. President Trump doesn't know. But one thing he knows is that there's power in prayer. <laughs> Hallelujah. Isn't that amazing? So we have a refuge. God is our refuge. So this is, this, is our, this is what we are reminded of this morning. And this is what we are going out to tell the world. Because as the man of God, A.W. Tozer, wrote in a book years ago, the book is called The World, Is It a Battleground or a Playground? In the second chapter of that book, he titled the second chapter, A Scared World Needs a Fearless Church. Hallelujah. So the world needs you. We've been empowered this morning. We've been reminded this morning. So as we are going out, as we are staying within the walls of our home, I want you to be fearless. I want you to stay in the place of prayer. And I want you to encourage the scared world around you. Let's turn around the tides. Let's create a shift in the atmosphere. Knowing that as we take our position, the heavens will align with us. The kingdom of God will come. And the will of God will be done here on earth in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. God told, Jesus told us in Luke 10, 19, I have given you authority to trample on snakes and scorpions, to overcome all the power of the enemy. Nothing will harm you. This is linked to the Psalm 91, a part of that Psalm 91. He has given us authority. So this morning, I want us to bow our heads and talk to God. Let's talk to God. Thank him. Thank him for his love. Thank him because he's your refuge. Thank him because he's your protector. Thank you because he's reminded you that he will lead you, he will guide you, he will keep you. And above all, he has given you authority. Authority to speak life. Authority to speak, to shift the atmosphere to the proclamation of your words. Solace in his word. Authority to, to trample upon snake, upon scorpions, upon coronavirus. God has given us authority. You know, the word corona is, I don't know if it's an, if it's an Italian, um, Latin word, but I read somewhere that it actually means crown. This virus is trying to 
claim authority over our world, but we will not let it do so. We have the authority. The king of kings, the maker of the universe has authority. And at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow, every tongue confess. No name can stand. No name can stand that name, Jesus Christ. So this morning, wherever you are, I want you to decree again that coronavirus cease in the name of Jesus. We strip you of your power. You have no authority. We dethrone you. We dethrone you over the universe, over this atmosphere. I dethrone you in my community. We dethrone you in the borough of Roselle. We dethrone you in the state of New Jersey. We dethrone you. Begin to call your comfort, your environment where you are. We dethrone coronavirus in the name of Jesus. You have no power. You have no authority. In the name of Jesus. Because the King of Kings is in control. And because he has given us authority. And we are his people. We are the people of his pasture. We are as gods even here on earth. And we walk in this authority. Thank you, Heavenly Father. We give you praise. We give you glory. In Jesus' name, we are prayed. Amen. Let the, sh let the church shout, Hallelujah! <laughs> Say, I have, I have authority. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Amen.